Pack your bags, it's time to visit Las Vegas, America's capital for fun and entertainment. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello once again and welcome to Vegas Never Sleeps. I'm Stephen Maggi and on today's show we have a variety of folks for you to meet. Up first, it's Tiger Todd, who is responsible for taking over 30,000 homeless folks off the street. It's really quite a story. Now, if you're wondering what's the best way to get around Las Vegas on your next trip, you might want to consider ride-sharing. You'll meet the folks from Lyft, who will tell you just how easy that is to do. And you'll meet prolific sports writer Stephen Travers, who shares the story of gonzo journalist Hunter Thompson's connection with the NFL team that's coming to Vegas, the Oakland Raiders. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin, discusses stadium gambling. Las Vegas is just like any other big city in the sense that, unfortunately, when you have a lot of people, you're going to have a certain amount of homeless folks. It's just a part of life. Who's doing things about it? Well, there's a great story here in Las Vegas. His name is Tiger Todd, and Tiger came out of the electronics business to work with community heroes, and he helped transform over 30,000 homeless men and women into responsible, motivated, contributing members of society. And Tiger, i got to ask you, how do you get from working in electronics to doing this great work? I mean, was it something that had been calling you for a while, or did it just hit you at once? Yeah, you know what? I think there are a lot of things like the uh, Slumdog Millionaire story, where you <laughs> you end up with 16 life experiences that add up to a day and a moment on, in the right place. Yeah, mine was more the, uh, the Sherlock Holmes character in me, and uh, I think I all suffered from chronic heroism, but it had nothing to do with homelessness. It really had to do with the level at which you go, you know, above and beyond to say help a customer. Right. So I, I followed a UPS truck that was um, it's supposed to be delivering a part for one of my clients. Uh, I ended up found it behind a Walmart. There was a uh, uh, hope for the homeless type charity on the back. I gave them a bunch of money. They came to my store a couple of weeks later. Gave them a ton more money. So I ended up at the park uh, where this group had. Um, somehow gathered uh, more than 1,800 homeless uh, to get food, and that was truly my first experience. You know, as I read through some of your stuff, Tiger, i got to say, it really goes beyond homelessness and just a kind of a philosophy of life, the ability to produce change. And the thing is, you're able to do it, you found over um, some of your experiences pretty quickly, right? It's not something that's going to take years and years and years to make that change. Yeah, and I think you've, you've hit the the primary point that other people you know, may have missed in um, in studying human human behavior. I uh, I had not. Uh, I was a math physics major. I sang and I you know, had a big band that sang some opera. Um, I was not uh, versed in education, psychology, or sociology at the time. So um, so as I later learned, I wasn't maybe harnessed by those restrictions. I, right. my, my qualifications were I had an entrepreneur dad, which means we wouldn't even have milk in the fridge if we didn't go sell something or provide a service <laughs> for someone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I watched a ton of movies through my chain of electronic stores. You know, you, you watch that same clip, you know, a hundred times. So I had movie, movie formulas uh, programmed in me. And, uh, and I didn't have any kid friends. I was uh, run over by a drug driver at age four, a body cast for six months, and I spent all my time, you know, hanging out with my dad at his work up until you know, my parents divorced at age eight. So, so I came out there as this uh, maybe odd person who saw everything like a movie. So I figured if you can't solve a problem and even accomplish the impossible in two hours, like every <laughs> single movie, yeah. um, then I must not be doing it right. So, so yeah, so that's that's where I approached it like a movie. Well, and, and it is interesting because I think. There is something to that getting out of the box. Everybody knows how to do this the same way. Like, you know, you start out with, like you say, give him money. Then let's put a bureaucracy together. I think from some of this background, you know, I, you love love songs. And you have all these different kind of, for lack of a better phrase, kind of quirkiness from growing up like that. It probably allows you to kind of see a wider range in people that maybe that we're, you know, because we, you have a certain openness that a lot of people just, you know, that, that do things the traditional way, so to speak, don't. Yeah, it's a good point. I really wish I had, had met you earlier and had you as my <laughs> universal translator to try to help understand. You know, many people out there, I believe there are, there are a number of extraordinary people out there able to, you know, solve problems. They might not be great at even managing something, but um, really gifted problem solvers. And while they are the best in the world, to quote Seth Godin, at what they do, 
they don't always know how to explain what they do, right? Which is right. a which is and most of the business books, most of what we learn today comes from books of, from observers, right? Not first person accounts, not people who actually did something, but those people who right. observed and used the language they could to determine what that was. And I'll tell you that. Uh, the differences and quirkiness, right? Every every movie starts with you have to have a relatable character. Now they don't have to be likable, but they have to be relatable. So, so again, that Slumdog Millionaire portion of my life, I think, I, yeah, I was able to um, to work in different worlds to understand different people. And uh, but I think there was a second facet, and that was being able to see through all of the surface elements, the leaves, if you will, will to use a tree analogy. I was able to see through all that to see what each person had in common, what was a human at their core. And only later through my studies did I realize that those things were missing in higher education. Absolutely. And I look at this list of things you've done. Uh, I only hit a few of them, but, you know, your bio, you know, you went from a dishwasher and a waiter to working on a golf course, uh, then a cook and then a scientist, security guard, opera singer. I love that one. Entrepreneur. You know, and is that kind of another thing, too, where you work in these many different fields? There's such different facets to each one of those fields and you meet such different people does that also kind of give you that openness where maybe you can see somebody when you're trying to help them change you can kind of see a world of opportunity that again maybe others can't show them yeah i think you you take someone who's only worked in one career maybe or maybe just trained through say social work and uh and again the work that social workers educators do is extraordinary but when it comes to a breakthrough moment or being that relatable character to get them past the hurdle to where now they'll listen to and learn from the educator or the social worker, um, I think, yes, you have to not just have the diversity of talents and experiences. You have to have the diversity of knowing there are other jobs out there. I mean, the very homeless person you're dealing with may only think they can work in a warehouse because that's all they'd ever done. Right. So right. to be able to share that there might be other aspects, other places for their talent, or using the movie Happy Gilmore, right? That uh, his his slap shot in golf, uh, when when coupled with you know two new trainings, right? You know, right. take care of your anger and a, and a short game would be excuse me would, from hockey would make right. you fantastic in golf. Yeah, it, and it's kind of a great way to look at it, you know. Is there a challenge and even mo- but you know because I think you're right. I think people can't see themselves. You're a motivational speaker. Anyway, you get people just hear you talking to me. I mean, it's obvious. Is this something you've got to convince somebody first that there are these other opportunities so they can look beyond this very small window that they tend to look at life at? Well, uh, that's uh, probably a, uh, with everything with me. It's a multi-pronged answer. I wish I was. I wish I was that. Too. <laughs> I wish that straightforward or simple, um, or or smart. Um, I. Uh, when I'm dealing with like a gym full uh, of, of school kids, you know, high school, middle school, university, um, there you have to leverage the knowledge that they are socially dependent. In other words, they have pack leaders, right? They, the bully, for example, everyone knows who that is. And uh, whoever that influencer is, um, if you get that person to get it, then the entire crowd gets it. And it's actually a belief-changing moment. Um, so you can, you can very quickly, if you can alter beliefs in a large group, uh, you can then um, alter their behavior downstream, alter their reception to rational thinking and everything a teacher tells them. Uh, I, and, I, and I think that was the first, let's say, lucky circumstance with 1,800 people in a park and then me renting a bunch of chairs and building a massive sound system, that we already had one person hears, hears something and they get it, and then the people around them, that trust that person look and see the response on their face, and so they say, "Oh, this must be true." Right. And so we had a bunch of social proof that um, uh, that was effective. Well, and it's not just it isn't like you're the the, the homeless uh, whisperer. I mean, you you talk to a lot of people, right? I mean, it's, it goes beyond that. I mean, this type of motivation, you know, it's wonderful to help people that are particularly down on their luck. But even for other folks. Uh, this is something that translates across the board, doesn't it? I mean, you can get a bunch of business people in there and you know, get some middle managers in and really get to change the way they think. Well, and I, you're, you're absolutely right. And it, it's, a, it's a human issue. I, I think if you pull back all the veils, whether it's business, homelessness, um, a student, whatever these, these roles are, these masks, um, they're not necessarily Batman masks, whatever the masks are that, that people wear their identity, uh, to use terminology from the films, I think once you pull that back, you find there's a core human 
unfortunately, humans don't start out, we don't come out of the box as humans. We come out as something that really learns everything. I mean, I appreciate Lady Gaga's song, but you're not born that way, Lady Gaga. You learn and change into an engineer. You learn and change into a doctor or a marine biologist, right? Yeah. So so once you understand that we all have that core root ability to change, now you leverage that to find out, okay, what have they already changed into and who or what do they want to change into from here? Back with more from Tiger Todd of Hero School in just a few moments. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. World-class hotels, dining, gaming, special events, and more. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You may not realize it, but there's a source of renewable energy right in your neighborhood, and you're helping to power it. Today, waste management is using the resources at our disposal to create energy from waste. Enough green energy to power over one million homes. It's an idea we're proud to drive forward. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case, (laughs) yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! Oh, what a great ball. 19 yards and a Raider touchdown to make it 22-3. Chester had gotten free at the five and was all alone in the end zone two yards in. That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there, and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. 
We return to Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi. We are chatting with Tiger Todd, whose hero school has been extremely effective in addressing homelessness. But Tiger, your philosophy of inducing change works with the rest of society as well. Absolutely. It applies to school kids. That's how we found the, the four habits to homelessness and the fact that seventh graders had already learned them which means somebody, someone's teaching it without understanding that. Uh, we find large corporations now have a bunch of people who, uh, who try to, to you know, use habit one. They, they, want, they want more money without adding more value, right? They don't take responsibility, right. which then threatens the livelihood. So, yeah, absolutely, these things are in common because so, they're human problems. Well, and it's part of it then, you know, we kind of live in a society where there's more and more of a sense of entitlement as the years go on and as life becomes somewhat easier. Do you have to fight with that because as you're sitting there talking about adding value, I'm thinking, yeah, a lot of people probably don't realize that. They're just accustomed to uh, being entitled to whatever they feel they're entitled to. Yeah, I just had a conversation at a business meeting uh, about an hour ago on this, this very subject. You know, and one of the one of the CEOs said, you know, said, "When did this start?" And you know, I'm not sure there was a ground zero for entitlement, um, and I'm sure there are several aspects of it. But if we think about the why, right, using what Simon Sinek said to start with, why? Why did we start with? Why? Why do we have an entitlement to begin with? And I think it's. Um, um, in every generation, we found uh, hardworking, right, these, these American values or, or even old English values, whatever they were, um, that parent wanted the child to have a better life than they had. And right. I think, I think what, happens, what happened is they didn't see the value of all of that challenge, which we now know from brain, searches, uh, brain research grows myelin, grows your prefrontal cortex. And so by, by entitling, if you will, by giving without requiring earning. Um, both to kids or through government services or however we did it, um, I think what we did is we we stunted some growth of some key properties inside the human. And, you know, your organization, it's called Hero School, and the concept of heroes seems like something that goes through on. This is something you're really teaching, right? I mean, obviously you're doing that through the movies, which I think is fascinating because, you know, what what better reflection of society over the decades than go through the movies, right? You know, yeah. you can find everything there. So is this the type of thing, of find those characteristics of heroes, what works and become an everyday hero, or how does that go? That's a, that's a great question. I think that's how it's been defined in the last 20 years. When we founded the movement, Marvel was in bankruptcy, and when I reverse-engineered the math from movies that happened pre-all the hero movies we have, um, you know, now, of course, that's used in every movie, my, my little math formula. Um, you know, it's, it's funny, we see Einstein come up with a universal formula for energy, right. and then you come up with one for human change, and then you say, well, no, that's too personal. We don't necessarily want to believe it, but the business does, and the movies do, and so when we say hero, yes, we define a hero as someone who risks their life to help somebody else, right? Right. And, uh, and which, which, which accurately defines a villain as someone who risks your life to help themselves, right? Right. right? right. So, so the difference is using Maslow's hierarchy of needs and motivation. One who, who is self-actualized and lives at the top of humanity wants to help somebody else first. Right, somebody who's at the bottom, which is animal yeah. nature, they want to help themselves first, right? Self-preservation. So that's maybe the first, the first step. But I, what I noticed in the movies, and especially the ones, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, even going up through the in the early 90s and mid 90s, is that the the movies that really connected with the human was about was a story about one person who underwent a change, a character change. Right. They would say it in filmmaking; they call it the character must change. And so Peter Parker, of course, has to change into Spider-Man. Happy Gilmore, loser hockey player, has got to change into a golfer. And so we called it Hero School because it was the only school of its kind that produced change. Every other school seemed to only be producing growth. Right, right. So, See, this is, so, so I couldn't find it in psychology. So, yeah. so the, the, the accurate name for Hero School was to undergo the hero process like literature 3,500 years ago or the movies and, uh, and actually have someone change from a homeless person back into a citizen, not just be a homeless person with help in a shelter. So, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a superhero movie, because I'm thinking that would work even in the, if you think of the old story, Marty, where, you know, the guy finally gets comfortable with it. You know what? I am yeah. worth it, you know? And that's a, yeah. that's a change. I, I, this yeah, is fascinating. Absolutely. This is fascinating stuff. And consequently, people need to know that, you know, in addition to taking helping take so many people off the streets and giving them uh, good lives. I mean, you work with all sorts of different 
businesses and institutions, everything from banks to, you know, Mitsubishi Electric Group. I'm looking at these Catholic charities. I mean, you're all across the board because I think what you're talking about works in all these different environments, right? It's all about uh, making a change. Yeah, it, it does. And I, and I think when everyone struggles, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll just use the parallel, I mean, of course, this would work for Mitsubishi. I mean, you know, I'm, I, you know, it's the quote from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And, of course, I see myself as Jessica <laughs> Rabbit, right? I'm not bad. I was just born that way. And uh, so I didn't get the, you know, so not being socialized with children, yes, I only learned from adults, which means, yes, in first grade, I was befriending and listening to the teacher instead of the other kids. So by second grade, I'm you know grading papers, uh, you know, and where I'm in a different I'm in a different league maybe of learning. Um, so I looked stuff up. So I became this Sherlock Holmes character. Well, as you know from Gregory House, MD, or any Sherlock character, you're really you're hated, but you're necessary, right? Right, right, right. And so so um, so coming in, I've always come into places as a problem solver. I, you know, it was probably my my key strength in my in the business world. And so many of the clients that I have in terms of business, um, whether it be through my old business or this. Um, the business now of helping businesses overcome this dependency, lack of initiative and work ethic in corporations. Um, I think it all stems from, hey, look, I'm the problem solver. You already have the people in place that can get the, that can carry the job, but you can't do the breakthrough by yourself. And so by designing an entire, you know, holistic thing that, may, that gives everyone a role in a movie instead of us against them, um, you know, that becomes really the, the the standard formula for you know for a Mitsubishi or a, you know or a corporation or a business that makes a lot of sense but let's tell people how they can get involved with this because I think it's great now first of all your organization that your your charity what is it and more importantly how can we get involved well the um, the, the name of it all they uh, people would uh, call it hero school so the charity has initiatives at the end so hero school initiatives but they can go to hero school h e r o s c h o o l dot u s and uh, and find a way to either benefit a business or a business, and of course, if it's a business program, um, then part of the proceeds um, go to to preventing homelessness in that area. So if it's um, you know Philadelphia or Chicago or our hometown here in Las Vegas, um, the charity itself um, prevents and reverses homelessness. So that could be. Um, how do you get us into a school to be able to do a, a, an assembly? You know, so in 45 minutes to an hour, we now have kids that want to learn from teachers instead of each other or television. Uh, the main phone number is 702-795-7000. We will check that out. Also, if they want to hire you to work with a business or give a speech or something, is there a way to get a hold of you, or do we just do it through the, that same, group? Same phone number. Same is like same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> I, see, I just watched too much TV as a child, didn't I? Anyway, uh, so... <laughs> So yeah, it's one it's one portal, and um, so the website can port them into the charity, and they can make a donation online, or they can find a um, an interest um, uh, contact note to send us say, hey, this is the challenge we have. Well, we wish you the best. Thank God for what you do, and I'll tell you, we'd love to have you on again and talk more about this, and maybe you can fill us in on some new movies and so forth. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I appreciate uh, appreciate your wealth of knowledge. In a few moments, you'll learn the secret to getting around Las Vegas with a minimum of stress. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. From the famous to the fascinating, in a climate as fun, fast, and flashy as Las Vegas, this is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Waste management has earth-friendly plans that fit the biggest corporations and recycling programs to help smaller companies get started. We're there for you every night and on the job with you every day. 
When you put waste management to work, you get an environmental partner and big ideas for every size business. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. To learn more, visit WM.com. Forgotten Heroes, the independent film that Hollywood refused to distribute. They were asked to risk their lives in order to save their enemy. The producers of Forgotten Heroes are donating 25% of all sales to the American Veterans Disabled for Life Memorial Fund. We need someone to go in there and bring them out. From first-time director Jack Marino, the home run for America's Vietnam veteran. They are Forgotten Heroes. Buy the DVD now at ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. That's ForgottenHeroesTheMovie.com. Hello? Lisa, it's Janet. What's wrong? Oh, it's just the bridesmaids' dresses for Lindsay's wedding. Oh, no. Tell me they're not fuchsia. Oh, they're not fuchsia. Then what? Oh, they're gaudy, aren't they? All ruffles and lace. <laughs> Great. We'll look like a chorus line. No, no, no. They're really quite simple. It's the material I'm most concerned about. Oh, I knew it. I specifically said no chiffon. I mean, it's so passe. I just don't it's think... It's not chiffon. Then what? They're made out of old yellow pages. What? I didn't catch that. It sounded like you said they're made out of old yellow pages. Yep. I'm afraid you heard right. It's got something to do with recycling and good karma on her wedding day. Oh, that's special. I'm not going to know whether a guy's checking me out or just looking for the number of a good mechanic. Funny. Very funny. There's a better way to recycle your outdated Dex phone books. Find out just how easy we've made it in your neighborhood. Call 1-877-2-GET-DEX or log on to DexNose.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. And now, more Vegas Never Sleeps. Here's Stephen Maggi once again. When you come to Las Vegas, you got to get around. Now, in the old days, it was simple. You had to find a cab, and they could be expensive. Sometimes they take you the wrong way around. We've all been through it. Now, there's another way to do it. It's ride-sharing. It's relatively new to this area, and we're talking with the folks from Lyft, one of the organizations that does this, a great new company. Uh, we have with us the marketing manager, Chris Charisma Prim, and the operations manager as well, Louisa Choi. And boy, it's a pleasure being here. A lot of activity. What is the advantage? I got to feel there's an advantage from the old days of just looking around and trying to get a cab. This is something that kind of gives you a little more freedom, doesn't it? It sure does. Uh, Those of us who have lived in Las Vegas know that it was very tough to get a taxi uh, in in some neighborhoods. Uh, You could request a taxi uh, the day, you know, right before, and it may or may not show up. And to get to the airport could be as much as $60, depending on where you live. Now, with Lyft, you can get a ride in as little as three minutes at a price that can be as cheap um, as, you know, 50% less than a taxi. So for locals and tourists alike, this is just a fantastic way to make the city of Las Vegas more accessible. Well, and Chris, is this something, too, that can we get it right from the airport? And then again, you know, we don't want to run a car sometimes. And, you know, nothing around here, particularly if you're on the Strip, really isn't walking distance. You know, you start getting that way. Is this something that's pretty easy you can get from any place? How does that all work? Absolutely. Um, Lyft operates at McCarran Airport. 
Um, it's as simple as landing, uh, turning on your app. We've got tons of billboards there uh, to help you find the way. And if you're a new customer, we'll even give you free ride credit so that you can ride around Las Vegas safely. So just head out past the taxi signs to what's called the ride share area, and a lift will be there to pick you up in just a few minutes. Now, lest you worry about the quality of these drivers, if I want to bring in Louisa, uh, the operations of this place, it's amazing. You come in, it's this little place kind of off the beaten path a little bit, but there's a lot going on. You do a lot of training with people, so these people not only know how to drive a car, but really there's certain standards you have for customer service and stuff. Talk a little about that if you would. Yeah, definitely. So, like, we focus very much on the vehicle quality. So, we have a 19-point inspection to so make sure that the quality of the vehicle is, like, in good shape. Uh, we also do, like, a, a presentation to show drivers how to navigate the app as well as not Las Vegas. And what about, you know, people have this fear of not knowing who the driver is. Now, mind you, you know, in a taxi, it's the same situation, but somehow they feel like they've been vetted. Do you vet all the drivers here? How does that work? Definitely, like all drivers would go through background check. And, and that's important because people want to make sure that there's no safety issues or that kind of thing. Uh, in this facility now that you, you train like that, also, how does it work from the idea of people calling up? I know it, it, this is all done through the computer, right? Kind of talk a little how people do it. I mean, they don't need to worry about having cash on hand or how does that work? Yeah, so all the transactions are done through the app, so drivers would not have cash, you know, on their hands, so, like, you know, that protect the safety of the driver as well as the passenger because they don't have to carry cash. You know, even for the tips, they can just they can do it in the app. Well, and that's always convenient. You know, now everybody's got a smartphone, so it's not a big issue anymore. Chris, in terms of marketing this, have you seen a response from not only tourists, but local people that they really like this alternative to what's been just traditional. Maybe sometimes you don't you have to work around public transportation. You got to work around their schedule. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we're seeing the usage rates of tourists and locals alike uh, skyrocketing. And in our town, we unfortunately see the evidence of unwise decisions linked to drinking and driving almost weekly on the nightly news and we're so proud to see that since ride sharing has launched here we're seeing uh, DUIs the number of them go down and so you know when you're out having a great time there's a moment of clarity that you have to make the right decision and that's why we work so hard to get rides there as fast as possible because in that moment of clarity we want people to make the right choices whether you're a tourist or a local. Well, that, man, that makes a lot of sense. So that is a good option for people because this is a place where, you know, alcohol flows and people go crazy, right? So they have that opportunity. In terms of getting the name, the word out, Chris, um, you've been doing this now how long? Well, we've been in the market since last September, so a year and about seven months. And if people want to do that, they come there. You say there's plenty of signage at the airport. That's great. If people are just coming in, maybe they, they come in, they drive in. But as you say, they don't want to be driving around. They don't know where they're going, you know, that kind of thing. And this traffic around here is horrible at times. So how can we find out? Is there a place on the web? Where do we call? What do we do? Sure. Just Google Lyft.com um, and a link will pop up. Uh, to download the app and ride. Um, from there, you can also, if you live in Las Vegas, you can sign up to drive. It's a great way to make extra money um, on your own time. More with Chris Prim and Louisa Choi of Lyft in just a moment. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Check us out on Twitter and at twitter.com forward slash Vegas Never Sleeps. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You'd never suspect that you could find natural beauty as part of a working landfill. You can. Today, waste management landfills provide more than 17,000 acres of protected land for wildlife habitats. Working closely with communities and the Wildlife Habitat Council, we can ensure there will be protected space for native animal and plant life to thrive. From everyday collection to environmental protection. Think green. Think waste management. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com? 
At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case, (laughs) yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer. But it was caught early and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. Time for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Again, here's your host, Stephen Maggi. Back with Chris Prim and Louisa Choi of Lyft. Chris, you say that Lyft delivers more than just cost-effective transportation. Lyft drivers are such an important part of our community here in Las Vegas. They're becoming ambassadors, excuse me, ambassadors to the best shows and the new steak spot and the new sushi spot. So, you know, if you're new to to Vegas or you just want a tip, the new tour guide is the Lyft driver. You know, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, again, at one time... The old days, and I don't mean to pick on cabbies, but that was a place where the cabbie would tell you what kind of the bad things around. But as I look at the folks that are hanging out here, and believe me, there's just a a ton of activity, a bunch of people getting involved. It sounds, especially for some of the younger people coming in, these people are aware of all the kind of new things in town that maybe they're not going to get just off billboards or, you know, some of the places they all know. I mean, is this this a way to kind of, of sharing some of the the backstage of Las Vegas, some of the small, cool uprising places? 
Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. And we're also partnered with uh, hundreds of organizations across town, um, from the new chicken salad spot to um, you know the new movie theater downtown uh, to like up and coming uh, you know virtual reality arcades, right? And in addition to to helping drive business to our local entrepreneurs, we're also supporting a lot of charities. So we see ourselves as as partners here. Um, which is why we opened up uh, this 3,700 square foot facility um, where we welcome drivers uh, to a whole bunch of resources that Louisa might be able to, to kind of drill into. Well, yeah, let's talk about that, Louisa. Um, you guys are very touchy about what kind of cars. Uh, what are the basic standards? So if somebody knows if they call a Lyft driver or something, what can they expect? Yeah, they can expect like, you know, newer cars. So we have a car age requirement that's 2008 or newer. So definitely you'll see some new cars. Uh, we also have different products in our app. So we have classic, which you will see like a, a most likely a sedan, but we also have a premium product, which you was, uh, we call Premier. You will see like nicer uh, uh, vehicles such as BMW, Audi, or you can sometimes even see a Tesla. Um, yeah, so it's a delight when drivers like, you know, pull up, you know, in a Tesla, passengers are like, oh, that's uh, interesting. Has all the parking, and that's like a big topic in this town, all of a sudden now it costs money to park. So have you found that people are saying, wow, why should I do that when I can go and ride share? I can do it cheaper. I can go out and I don't have to worry about getting in trouble, getting in an accident, that kind of thing. And again, I guess the key is as long as you can be there on time, the quicker you can be. Really, you're answering those questions. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think uh, people are liking more and more using rideshare, especially, like you said, um, the hotels on the strip are start, start charging for parking. And it's such a, you know, a convenient option. Like, you know, say when they come out of a concert, you know, in T-Mobile Arena, they can just open their app. Like, you know, before they even walk out of the, the arena, they, you know, the driver's already there. And Chris, do you work with all the hotels and concierge in town and so forth? So they, you have a relationship with them. How do you do that? Yeah, good question. We can pick up and drop off at um, all of the major uh, hotels and casinos up and down the Strip. Um, we've worked really hard, Louisa, on the operations side uh, with the operations managers from these hotels to try to just have the most seamless experience um, for, for our visitors here. Like, we view ourselves at Lyft as part of the, the hospitality industry. So, you know, we aspire to just give best-in-class service. And you see that in our office here. Like, um, our help areas, you'll notice, have drawn inspiration from Apple's uh, Genius Bars. So we're here standing with open arms, ready to greet you, to welcome you into the Lyft community and give you any information you might need. Well, that gives us another opportunity to say, let's tell people for one last time when they come in, I guess, they, can they get an app right off the bat, I, I guess, first? And then secondly, what do they do? Sure. So, yeah, just go to the interwebs, Google Lyft, uh, download the app, um, and you can just you can start riding immediately uh, for about 50% uh, the cost of a cab. It's reliable transportation that'll be there in just a few minutes, regardless of if you are on the strip or, you know, uh, going to work at Nellis Air Force Base um, or anywhere in between. As you know, the Oakland Raiders are heading to Las Vegas in a few years, and we are presenting the history and tradition of the team in our new blog, RaiderHistorian.com. We spoke with the author of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, Stephen Travers, who tells a great story about gonzo journalist Hunter Thompson and Raider owner Al Davis. One of the great articles, if you ever, if you can get a hold of it, it's in my book, actually, uh, or it's described in my book. It's my favorite chapter in the book. It's called Mano a Mano with the Oakland Raiders. And it was a 1973 article in Rolling Stone magazine in which Hunter Thompson uh, comes to Oakland and does a story on the Raiders. It was, it was a fascinating overall story about he, somehow he, he gets a press credential to show up on the practice field, I think in Alameda, wherever they were, yeah. actually through my old editor, Dave Bergen, um, who somehow organized him to get a, a press credential. And Davis, who knew everything that was going on, he knew all the writers, and he sees this odd-looking guy. Who is that? And one of the other writers says, oh, he's a freelance writer. He wrote a good book about Las Vegas. He goes, 
heat, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. And, you know, what's he doing? Oh, he's here with Rolling Stone. And Davis says, the Rolling Stones? I don't want the Rolling Stones anywhere around this place. Where's Mick Jagger? I don't want those guys. They're a bunch of long-haired creeps. No, 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 Al. It's, it's a magazine. It's called the Rolling Stone. Uh, it's not the Rolling Stones. Uh, and so... And then later on, uh, Thompson, it was one of these things, if you never really knew whether Thompson actually was serious or not, he, he has an interview or a pseudo-interview with Davis, but we're never really sure whether it actually took place where they're talking about, literally, I mean, it's like they're talking about global warming or, <laughs> uh, or yeah. the regeneration of the Earth's resources. It's like, is this a real interview that, that took place? But he did interview some Raider players in a sleazy biker bar in Oakland. Uh, oh, yeah. So it was, it was a very good, it's my favorite uh, chapter in that book, and it's based upon a, a real article that, um, that uh, Davis wrote, I mean that Thompson wrote, right. and I think it's reprinted in maybe uh, one of the great shark hunt, I think it is, or one of those books. Remember to check out our new blog, RaiderHistorian.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Is there something you've always wanted to know about Las Vegas? Drop us a line at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background. But actually, we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Dear Daddy, dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military, heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Hi, I'm Jet Williams. Even though I never knew my father, Hank Williams, his legacy taught me the meaning of lending a helping hand. That's why I support the Orphan Foundation of America. OFA is committed to providing education, mentoring, and a workplace readiness for thousands of teens aging out of the foster care system. With the help of OFA's support programs, these young people can go to college and trade school, graduate, and make the leap from foster care to success. To learn how you can help, visit Orphan.org. Back for more Vegas Never Sleeps. Once again, here's Stephen Maggi. It's time once again for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. 
One visit to Vital Vegas and you'll find information on everything that's happening in town. From new hotels and restaurants to gambling news to where are the hottest nightclubs, you can find it all at VitalVegas.com. Okay, Scott, so tell us, you wrote a little about this in uh, your blog, but tell us about stadium gambling. How is that different than what we're used to, and what are the things we need to know to do stadium blackjack, for example? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually relatively new in casinos and in Las Vegas. It's, uh, I mean, the, the subtext is that casinos want you to play more hands of blackjack, as many as possible, because the math is on their side. So the more, the better for them. They also like to keep their labor costs low. So this is an arrangement where one, in this particular case, in, in the case of the Venetian, it's a live dealer dealing to up to 44 people. And each of those customers has their own terminal. And there are actually two dealers in this case. And you can pick which one you want to uh, play against, uh, but it's uh, it's not the best blackjack odds in the the typical casino, but it's not all that much worse. And there's certain benefits, like you can kind of sit out for a hand, which I think a lot of people like because at a typical blackjack table, you're playing every hand. So if you if things go cold, you're kind of in for it unless you just leave the leave the table. Uh, in this case, you can sit out a hand or five hands or 10 hands and still sit at this terminal and watch what everybody else is doing. The other thing that's great about it is it's there's a certain amount of camaraderie and you can go with a group. Uh, most of the people that I saw at the Venetian uh, just a few nights ago were, they were couples. So it was a, uh, you can either play together, you can play against the, the different dealers, but there's definitely a more social component. And you could literally bring 40 of your friends and all play blackjack together. You could all pick the same dealer, and now you've all got common cards because in this, in this particular version of blackjack, all the players get the same two cards. Everybody can make their own decision about that, but they get those same two common cards. So it definitely is, if, if you had a blackjack with 40 people playing at the table, it is a party. And uh, the night I went, it, there were weren't a huge number of people, maybe eight or 10, generally couples. But if you had 40 people getting excited, I could see how that, that would really give that blackjack game a different kind of vibe that I think would be fun for people. Thanks again, Scott Robin. You know, Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, which also includes his every week podcast, is really a one-stop web encyclopedia of everything Las Vegas. Check it out. Thanks again for joining us this weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. We'll see you next week for more excitement and energy from the desert. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week... Different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com.